Accordionbox.com here, so we're going to go over three benefits of using more than one bank, according to this article by Marie Backman from TheFool.com. So here's why it pays to keep your money at multiple institutions. People open bank accounts for different purposes. You might open a savings account to keep your emergency fund safe, a checking account to pay your bills with, and a CD certificate of deposit for longer term savings, which pretty much there's typically usually never really a reason to actually use a CD. I mean, for the majority of people, there's not really much reason for that. So it's not uncommon for people to hold all of their accounts at the same bank, and doing so could make them easier to manage, but here are a few benefits you might reap if you open accounts at more than one bank. Oh, by the way, and I'm going to say this right now, right? If you're someone who has more than $250,000 in one bank, let's say that you have like five hundred grand in one bank, split that up, right? Just immediately split that up, right? Because you're only... FDIC insured for up to $250,000. Now, even though this most likely will not happen, but guess what? Something could happen to your bank, right? And you never know, especially nowadays when it comes down to the US dollar and all that kind of stuff. So it's actually just be safer and just have multiple banks. And also, for some reason, a bank could end up just freezing your assets and you're basically screwed if that's the only source of uh, account holdings that you actually have. So number one, you can capitalize on the higher interest rates online banks tend to pay. Some some people are afraid to keep all of their money in an online bank, but the upside is that these banks commonly offer better rates on savings accounts and CDs than brick-and-mortar banks do. That is true. So the reason online banks don't have as much overhead, they don't have buildings to maintain, and while they have to hire staff, they can hire from anywhere, which could mean being able to pay lower salaries. So if you don't like the idea of only having an account with an online bank, it could work to your advantage to use more than one bank. You could open a checking account at a local bank that's convenient to your home or office, and then open a savings account at an online bank to score a higher interest rate on your money. So yeah, this is what actually make perfect sense, right? So for example, let's say that you basically carried almost like a uh, a type of fund, like a checking account, right? But like you only store like maybe like two grand in there for basically like your everyday expenses to the point where like you know for sure that you would never spend $2,000, right? So basically, you can pretty much just like continuously like fund that account because you know forever that it's always going to be within that $2,000 range for just everyday expenses to where you just not really care about it, right? So basically, you could be like, okay, my everyday expenses for each month kind of tends to be around two grand or so, right? And you just basically automatically deposit money into there to where you never really have to care about it, right? And then you could have your savings account to where any excess cash that you have on top of paying basically your monthly bills can go into there that could be your emergency fund or you could have like your emergency fund and then also like a fund that you also use for like an online account for like more for like opportunities right we're not talking about like necessarily just purely investments like in your Roth IRA or 401k or just like your brokerage account this is more for just like this extra like side cash pile that you could basically be like, okay, I see an opportunity that needs a lot of cash and I have the cash to go and 
capitalize on the opportunity, right? So number two, you can have easier access to your cash. So a bank that's convenient to your home may not be anywhere close to where your office is, and that's another reason to consider using more than one bank. That way, you'll have an easier time getting access to ATMs and other resources as needed. Plus, if you travel a lot for work, it can benefit you to open an account at a second bank, one with more locations in the places you tend to visit. Yes. Number three, you get protection in case one bank has an outage. This one is the biggest one in my mind. Like This would probably be the one that honestly makes the most sense, right? Because, again, you always want to protect yourself and your money, right? Because there's no one that's going to care about your finances more than you, right? Just like no one's going to care more about your life than you, right? So just keep that in mind, right? Always do your best to protect what you have and what you're going to have. So it's not uncommon for a bank to experience technical issues that render its ATMs unusable for a period of time. Online banks can have similar problems, and websites can go down or features can break that prevent customers from from being able to access their money when they need it. The upside of having an account at more than one bank is that if one institution has issues, you have a backup as the chances of multiple banks having outages at the same time are lower. lower. So let's give you like an example, right? Let's say that pretty much all of your typical everyday expenses, like filling up your gas tank, getting groceries, maybe buying like an energy drink at a gas station or something, right? Let's say that all those expenses come from one account, right? But let's say that for some reason, your debit card or your credit card does not work with that bank. For some reason, there could be a glitch, maybe they screwed it up or something, but for some reason, your card will not work. Oh, and let's also add on top of that, the app for your bank account or your financial institution does not work. So you can't really even contact them, right? Now, you could always like call the number on the back, but let's say that that doesn't even work as well, right? What are you going to do if that is the only way that you can spend money? And let's also add on to the other fact that let's say that you don't even use cash at all, meaning you have no cash in your wallet, right? So this is literally the only thing that you have to be able to spend money, right? It's your one debit card or your one credit card right? That's the only thing that you have to actually purchase something. Well, guess what? If you are low on gas and you need to fill up, you're basically screwed, right? Now, that might sound scary, but guess what? You are basically going to be screwed in that situation because you're not going to be able to have access to your money, right? But if you had a bank well, like an account with another bank, even if it had just a couple hundred dollars in there, right, just sitting there, you could end up using that money to get you out of this crappy situation to where you're not going to have to basically be begging people for money at a gas station for a few dollars, right? So that's something to really think about. I know a lot of people don't even think about it. They just think, oh, nothing's going to happen. Everything's going to be fine. But guess what? We live in a very heavily technology world. And guess what? Technology fails. So even though there's a small percent chance of it happening, 
there's still a chance of that happening, so you should prepare for that in case something does happen. And you don't even need crazy things, right? Or at the very least, carry cash on you, right? Not a lot of cash. You don't want to be robbed for like hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars. Like there was like some like lottery winner that got like robbed with like 50 grand like every year or something because he always had like 50 grand cash inside his car for whatever stupid reason. But either way, having another bank account simply just protects you, right? It's kind of like helping to lift off any stresses or worries that you might end up having. So how to find the right banks. So if you're interested in opening an account at another bank or two, there are certain perks to look for. There's convenient hours. If you're opening an account at a physical bank, there's great customer service. There's competitive interest rates. There's minimal account fees. It pays to do some research before opening another bank account. So in addition to digging around online, talk to the people you know about their banking experiences. Sometimes hearing firsthand accounts is the best way to narrow down your choices and land on the bank that's right for you. Which, by the way, as a side note, it doesn't necessarily need to be another bank, right? It could just be like another financial account that has money that you could spend money from it. So what I mean by this is that, for example, if you go to the description of this episode, right, you see links to like different accounts like Coinbase, Robinhood, Acorns, all that kind of stuff, right? Well, guess what? All those allow you to basically put money in there, yes, to invest, but you can also spend money from that account as well, right? So you could also get like, I think in like Robinhood down below, you could get like a free stock. If you go to Coinbase down below, you could get like a free $10 worth of Bitcoin, right? And Acorns, you can automatically invest your money into like index funds, which is super nice to do if you're lazy when it comes to like investing. But all these accounts also allow you to have like a credit card or a debit card to where you could actually spend money on it, Right. So that's basically the same thing as basically having another bank account where you could end up having a way to spend money, right? Because it's not just enough to like park your cash somewhere. It's also about being able to physically spend your money, right? So all those accounts down below in the description allow you to actually end up getting a credit card or debit card to where you could actually spend your money. Also have like an emergency fund there or just put your investing in there as well. So go check those out. When you have the chance. So where should you park your cash during the pandemic? So in uncertain times, it's a savvy move to ensure your money is safe. But many Americans are missing an opportunity to safeguard their money and are missing out on a guaranteed returns as their money languishes in a big bank savings account. So you can rest easy putting your money into one of the best online savings accounts where your money is FDIC insured. Best yet, the Accent's top online savings account picks dish out a whopping Eight times more interest than the national average. Now that's interesting. So apparently there's two top online savings account picks that uh, The Fool chooses. It's the CIT Bank Savings Builder and the American Express High Yield Savings Account. Okay. So their interest rates are 0.40%. That seems honestly kind of low for like a high interest uh, savings account. Personally, you really got to ask yourself, okay, Do you want your money in something that produces a lot of interest or do you want your money to be in just like a safe area where you have easy access to it? Or do you want your money 
in a place where it's kind of like your emergency fund, but also you can tweak it whenever you want to basically be like, hey, yes, this is my emergency fund, but any money above this certain amount in that account, I'm willing to go and just invest, right? And for that kind of scenario, I would recommend more things like down below, Coinbase, Robinhood, Acorns, all that kind of stuff, right? Because it, I like investing money, right? Everybody should like to invest their money because inflation is going to beat up your money to the point where your money's going to be homeless, right? Your money's going to be worth far less in the future. So I lean more heavy on the investing side than just purely saving side, but you should still always have an emergency fund potentially at a separate bank than your main bank. Feel free to give your thoughts. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40 You'll learn the very simple way to get out of debt that anyone can do of any income level. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money and this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.